Start each week learning and growing as a community. Join us as we embark on the next growth adventure with the weekly reading. Hi, welcome back. It is a new year and we are going to start with a new book. We are currently reading The Secret Power of Yoga by Nishla Joy Devi. This is a woman's guide to the heart and spirit of the Yoga Sutras, um, which if you have been part of our conversations before, the Yoga Sutras are like the principles of yoga, the tools of yoga, the life skills that we can use in our everyday lives and in our businesses. So I'm really excited to start this year with The Secret Power of Yoga. The Secret Power of Yoga by Nishla Joy Devi. Book one, Samadhi Pada, Union with the Divine Self. Chapter one, Humble Beginnings. With humility and open heart and mind, we embrace the sacred study of yoga. Sutra one, I, with humility and open heart and mind, we embrace the sacred study of yoga. This simple beginning holds many truths. Often, this very first sutra is read quickly or even disregarded, which is unfortunate since this sutra is placed first to set the tone. It is here to remind us that our study and spiritual path benefit most when they are paved generously with humility. Developing an open heart mind. As students of life, we often need to look at where we have come from to see where we are going. I was always enthralled by the subway in Paris. At each station, a giant board helps you find your way. A little arrow indicates where you are, and with the push of a button, you select your destination. As the destination registers, voila, a path lights up the most efficient way to get there. Wouldn't it be wonderful if our life paths were that clear and simple? Our present position has been determined by the past. All those crossroads where we made decisions, each path we've taken that brought us to our life as it is. We might be able to understand how we got where we are. But what would it have been like if other options had been followed? Another choice could have radically changed the present. Perhaps we took the tried and true course because it seemed easiest or safest. Perhaps at the time, it just didn't seem like there was any alternative. What you are is what you have been. What you will be is what you do now. Lord Buddha. Occasionally, we meet someone who took an uncharted route, one less established. What in her life led her to become a trailblazer? What inspired her to leave behind the beaten path? The found path may have brought great adventures or great peril, but most of us are content to know that our future will be spiced with a few obstacles and sprinkled with safe adventures. 
very few of us want to risk our comfort. Custom and tradition play a major role in shaping our lives. We are so embedded in them that unless we are repeatedly shown a different way, we tend to live our days under their sway. We always have yams for Christmas. Why do you want to change the tradition this year and have mashed white potatoes? This tendency toward inaction and stasis can be difficult to overcome, but being creative and trying something different can be exciting and can expand your horizons. If it is carried beyond what is understood, it can cause rejection. Not wanting to offend, we may choose to reject the new idea that might have brought us renewed happiness and expansion. Most of us in modern societies are very blessed. We are literate and have books as resources. Sacred texts can be downloaded from the internet. But even though they are so easily accessible, it is important to have the same regard and reference for these sacred teachings as in times before. Three gaunas, aspects of nature, teachers of humility. As students of spirituality, our yearning for the truth varies in intensity. Some of us may fit in a few spiritual practices at our convenience. Others may dedicate their entire lives to their spiritual unfolding. Born with certain tendencies called, called the trigunas, or three attributes of nature, we are part of nature and are perpetually influenced by her. The wisdom is drawn from the Chidonga Upanishad. It explains that all of nature, people included, contains an uneven mixture of the three gonas. One of the characteristics is always dominant. Sattva is best translated as sense of balance. Rahas is reflected in activity and overactivity, taking things to the extreme, while tamas is inactivity or being withdrawn and can lead to difficulty focusing and acting or inertia. The world and everything in it constantly moves between these three states, varying from minute to minute, day to day. This can be seen in the growth of a flower. Tamas is the plant in seed form, and rahas is the growth action needed to bring out fruition. Once it has bloomed fully, intense action decreases, giving way to being, and sattva is present in the pristine flower blossom. It is not possible to move directly from tamas to sattva although they may appear the same from the outside. To go from tamas, inactivity, movement or rahas, action, must be traversed. From that movement, dynamic stillness comes as sattva or balance. At night, as the natural light wanes, we become more indrawn and quiet, tamas. During the day, when the light is strong, we tend to be outward and active. Rajas. At the two moments when day and night blend delicate, delicately together, 
at dusk and at dawn, there's balance. This quality is the reason dawn and dusk are observed by many traditions as auspicious times for prayer and meditation, a time for special equanimity. In South India, a beautiful custom honors these three aspects of nature. When approaching a spiritual teacher for the first time, a prospective student offers the teacher a whole green coconut. There, green coconuts grow on trees, a whole version of the ones we find here in supermarkets. For the offering to be meaningful, the tree must be climbed and the coconut cut down. Then, according to tradition, the student has the arduous task of removing the tough green husk with a machete. This is a vital process, analogous to preparing the student's mind and heart for the teachings to remove resistance or qualities of Thomas. This process exposes the inflexible and brittle nature of the nut's hard brown shell. It represents the logistic part of our ego that is strong and thinks it knows everything. The coconut is now humbly presented to the teacher or guru. A fitting name that means one who removes darkness or ignorance so that we may see the light of truth. With discrimination and deep compassion, the guru breaks open the hard brown shell of the coconut. The lily white inner sweet meat is revealed, symbolizing our set nature. With humility, we embrace the sacred study of yoga. Experiencing the divine in everything. Sit quietly and light a candle if you wish. Begin to make a mental note of your daily activities. How much of your day do you spend on simple, repetitive chores that do not feel immediately rewarding? Do you sometimes feel they are a waste of time? Begin by focusing on one of these activities, such as making the bed each morning. How can that be transformed into a spiritual practice? Can you savor the smooth feeling of the linens? Can you have fun plumping the pillows? Put in some happy vibrations and feelings so that when you get into bed at night, you will have happy dreams and a deep sleep. Next, you might turn to the routine of checking voicemail, answering calls, filing papers, paying bills, washing dishes, or picking up your children from school. Notice how each aspect of your life can be inwardly transformed to bring you to a place of presence and joy. There, we recognize that the divine is omnipresent. Thank you for joining in on the fun. Be sure to like and subscribe for more.